0: Welcome to Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah. Ha ha ha.
1: Master Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> Global Milk, a subsidiary
2: of Red Pentium Productions. Welcome everybody to episode eighty-seven, Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mesh. Eighty-seven, play. This is sexual position
0: where I sit down and other people do things to me because I'm tired. Blah.
2: I <laughs> would like to personally welcome our 12 potential new listeners because we got a bunch of people who joined the Facebook group. So hopefully you guys will listen to this episode and fall in love with us. All I again. have a
0: banana. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> How is everybody doing? Josh, I know you were, cool. uh, you know, giving people tiger face paint max masks and <laughs> whatever the fuck it was, you know, like rainbows on their cheeks and stuff at uh, some sort of festival with Ruth. I know you're like a dutiful assistant. So what go it, for
0: it. it. Yeah. What it, what it was is essentially uh red poppy fest is uh, a street festival that takes place about, about 20 minutes North of here. Okay. Um, and it's, it's one of Ruth's biggest money makers of the year. Uh she uh, it pulled in like twenty five hundred bucks this weekend. Just for Ruth. Nice. To give to give you an idea. And there were throughout the weekend, uh, most of the time there were five painters in the booth. At no time on Saturday was the line less than thirty minutes wait time. Damn. Sunday was like 15. Uh, My purpose was to be the line manager. So the painters didn't really have to interact with anyone, but anyone that was getting their face painted, they didn't have to handle the money. They didn't have to handle the line. All they had to do was ring a bell to signify they were ready and someone would go into them that was already paid. Now, We based based on the numbers because they kept track of. Now Ruth is completely taking over management of the booth next year, which she needs to because her ideas for it are pretty, pretty fucking brilliant. Things like. People pay up front from one of three price points. They get a ticket. They go into the booth. They give the ticket to the painter. The painter puts it in their box we tally up the tickets at the end of the day to know how much each painter made. Okay. Since none of the painters have to handle the money. That's brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. Cause that saves so much time for the painters. Absolutely. Um, and that's, that's all Ruth, the, the bell, the, the ringing of the bell to signify the painters are ready. All Ruth. Uh, Getting a line manager to handle handle it. All Ruth. Uh, so, yeah, she definitely, she needs to be managing the booth next year. That being said, the person who has been managing it for a while really let a lot of things slip this year. Um, and they weren't little things either. They were things like the weekend the festival was happening. <laughs> t- like telling all the painters it was the weekend before it was, which means not only did they miss out on money last weekend because they could have been working gigs, but then they missed out on the money for this weekend that they had the gigs booked for already that they had to get rebooked with other painters.
1: Yeah, that would
3: so piss
0: me right the that's, hell off. That's a big deal. Second big deal is she was guaranteeing everyone that they had the corner booths this year, the two booths on the corner of the festival to make line management easy. It was not. It was two booths in to the row. So we had to manage our line along the side of a booth. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal. Anyway, Sounds like one. Long story short, we based on the number, every numbers that everyone did for the weekend, we tallied up roughly how many people I talked to through the weekend. And it's around eighteen (laughs) hundred. Jesus. So that's a lot of people I I talk to. I I won't lie. My. My face kind of hurts from talking. My legs hurt from standing. I feel fucking old. And it reaffirmed more than anything that I just, I hate people. So, because <laughs> 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 let me tell you, this was a festival with, a street festival with alcohol. Mm. And, Of course, the adults are the ones. So, you know, the face painters get the joy of painting. And seeing the kid or whoever's getting painted being really happy, I get all the shit from the people who are paying.
2: How much COVID did you get?
0: Uh, I I did test this morning. I do not have COVID.
2: You didn't get all the COVID? (laughs) Uh,
0: Granted, you know, I might not, you know, it might not have manifested yet, but. Uh, so let me, let me give you an idea of some of the idiocy that I had to deal with. Sure. I'd have people walking. Now, mind you, there are three price points of face paint. I'm the money man. All I need to know is what price point you want. Nothing else matters for me. Okay. Uh, or to make it easier, there are three categories. They're full face mask.
2: Or cheek design So like You want like a rainbow on your cheek It's one price
0: Exactly
2: If you want to look like Darth Maul It's another
0: You got it Now here's yeah. the problem with that uh, This is not my I don't normally work events with Ruth And because the weekend was messed up The person she had line managing Wasn't free this weekend Who actually has experience line managing I do not I'm just decent with people and the general public and money. So, yeah. Essentially, when Ruth's line manager dropped out, she was kind of in a panic attack. And seeing that and knowing it was her big weekend, I was like, you know what? I know you're stressing about finding someone. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, really, about paying me. I just want Mega Construct Snake Mountain and to be able to pre-order Origin. I want Snake Mountains.
2: That's all I want.
3: (laughs) I want Snake Mountains. I was paid in Snake Mountains.
2: Hire Josh Shepard. He works for Snake Mountains.
0: And, uh... But, yeah, so so I'm dealing with these people. And this is not my world. Face paint is not my world. And there are designs that essentially, like, you can get a... $10, $15, 10 15 or $20 mermaid. Or a $10, $15, or $20 skull. Or a $10, $15, or $20 unicorn. So if an adult comes up to me and says, she wants to be a unicorn,
1: sure thing, which price point were you looking at? Okay.
0: A unicorn. <laughs>
2: There, now, does it have to be, like, PG?
0: It should be, because, you know, there are kids around.
2: So I couldn't say, like, hey, Ruth, can I have a cock and balls on my cheek? She'd probably be like, well, no.
0: See, see, the thing is, once once you got into the... Well, the, the event itself is family-friendly. Yeah. So she would have to, like, essentially conform to... And be like, no, they have to, they do have to be PG. Uh, she does work adult events where it doesn't have to be PG. Mm-hmm. So but, that's
3: where you could go to be a cock-a-corn.
0: Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And uh, people have gotten shit like that. I've seen pictures.
1: <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: but yeah, no, I would like hearing that once. It's kind of amusing hearing that. God knows how many times over the course of two days Becomes the bane of your existence <laughs> uh, So yeah it was shit like that Drunken adults not People not understanding that they Even had to pay in advance So people like that would be waiting in line And then get up to the front and be like What do you mean I need a ticket Well this is I don't understand this This isn't clear to me people being upset because there wasn't a book of designs because there were five to six different artists and i i did throw attitude at one guy point blank because he came up and he just was he wasn't letting it go that there wasn't a book of designs and he and he kept giving me attitude about it and finally i broke it down as politely as i could and i said sir listen there's what you have to understand is there are six different artists working in there right now. Even if there was a book of designs, it wouldn't be exact because each artist has their own unique style. And he rolled his eyes at me and he says, well, it sounds to me like they all just need a bit more practice to be a bit more uniform.
2: Oh
3: man. I love non-artists. And I just, I,
0: I just cocked my head and said, sir, if that's what you wanna believe, you are free to. And I left it at that and he just walked away. Mm-hmm. Like that I wasn't giving him anything else. But I'll I'll end it with the two the two high notes that are gonna stick with me for a while from this weekend, because for for all the bad aside from Snake Mountain, uh there there were a couple of a couple of amusing highlights. Uh, The first was uh, the child that I am deeming it, the children of the corn kid. (laughs) So already love where this is going. So he walks up to me and this is at like peak line time on Saturday. So (laughs) wait time is around 40 minutes. He walks up to me and crosses his arms and gives me this real mean mug. And he just stares at me. And he stares at me silently, at least like 10 to 15 seconds before I'm like, hey, can I help you? You said the wait was going to be 40 minutes. It's been 42. (laughs) And it took every ounce of me to not crack up because the kid was so serious and so angry about it <laughs> and i just politely explained like i'm i'm so sorry yeah it, it might be longer the wait time is just an estimate the artists are working as fast as they can and the kid walked away and a family walked up and very jovial happy family asked hey so how long's the wait time <laughs> couldn't help but laugh and say well at least 42 minutes <laughs> And they laughed and asked why I said something so exact. And I told them and they thought it was hilarious. And, oh man, that, that kid, Whew. that kid's going to be taking life seriously in a weird way. <laughs> that was an uh, Angry and, young man. And the other highlight, <laughs> the other highlight, which, uh, was Sunday morning starting out pretty slow and this real cute girl pops her face around the corner of the booth real bubbly it's just like hello i want to embrace my inner kid and i want to get some paint i know i might not look it but i'm 26 years old and i want to feel a lot younger than that today so what would you recommend and girl is flirting with me harder than I have been flirted with, and I do not know how long. And when I say flirting with me hard, like I I don't know, because I am certainly not up on modern flirting. But even <laughs> I know that, like, even even in my days of flirting. Touching someone is, is not okay Unless you got it 10 And even then If you're a guy you don't touch someone period No But like she's reaching out And touching my arm Like making like Direct skin contact <laughs> She's Finally you know goes to get painted And of course She's a vendor there Ruth sees the tag and she turns to me and she's just like, you give her her money back. And even more so, I'm just like, it's going to encourage this even more. I don't know what to do here. (laughs) She starts dropping like what booth she's at. And I'm just like, okay. Okay. Uh, I might have to come play with some sand art later. She gets her face paint, gets up, gets ready to head out, and looks right at me. She's like, you come see me later, baby.
2: (laughs) Does Ruth listen to this uh, podcast? Well,
0: well, Ruth caught most of it because she was was literally right next to me. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, it's like... by I don't want you to get in trouble. Well, no, no, no. By that point, it had started picking up. Uh, you know, and I was like back to line management. So like, I just like did the polite thing. I was like, "Yep, yeah, have a good one."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, the awkwardness
3: know, of conventions.
0: Went went right back to went right back to line management. And I get I get ready to take my break, <laughs> and it's it's Ruth that's watching. Watching the money while I'm I'm taking my break and Ruth comes over and she's just like, oh man, she wanted you hard, <laughs> and you know was just like teasing me about it consistently That's uh, really- for the rest of the day because it was it was so blatant uh, that I was like a deer in fucking headlights. I did not know what to do But at the same time I gotta tell you A really fucking cute 26 year old Flirts you up When you're a 40 year old Standing there managing a line at a face painting booth That gives you an ego Boost of like damn I still got it (laughs)
2: Nice Oh congratulations. I mean (laughs) first it's Mike and his voice and it's Josh and his line management. She's probably like, I want you to land it. (laughs) I want you to manage my ovaries, Josh. (laughs) Oh, it's funny. Mike. Yes. How's Dead Island?
3: It's fucking awesome. Like stupid awesome. Um I don't know if I would say it's worth the wait, considering it was supposed to come out in 2014. Um, I think I would have enjoyed it much more back then when I was still very hyped for it, but <laughs> they uh, they did a lot of cool things to this that wasn't in the first one. The, the first one was, was non-linear, so you could kind of go everywhere, and it was very easy to get distracted from what your mission was. And I know a lot of people that didn't finish the game because of that, because they kept getting lost. This game is very linear, but it kind of gives you the illusion of being open world. Um there's just like a lot of paths that are blocked off by like rubble and you know car crashes and whatnot but it's still very open but it's kind of sending you on a little path so See, it's
0: cool. I I won't lie I enjoyed the hell out of what I played of the first one but yeah because of how open world it was I never finished it.
3: Yeah, see that's I, I remember when Danielle and I played uh, on PC, which by the way, the the PC port of the Game of the year edition of the original Dead Island is fucking hot garbage because um, <laughs> I have the original and it works just fine and you can't buy the original anymore. You can only buy the game of the year edition. So when Danielle got that, I had to get the game of the Year edition so we could play it together and holy shit it is just chocked full of bugs i'm like what did they do like they just broke the game
0: is it is it like the reverse 7 days to die for playstation
3: exactly um the only difference with this one is it, it it is the same game it's not like a different alpha but it's just like for example the game of the year edition on xbox um you know if you play as logan and you're throwing your weapons you can recover your weapons On PC, if you throw your weapon, sometimes a zombie just disappears into the sky with it. (laughs) And you're like, what happened? (laughs) And your weapon's just gone. Um, But yeah, in Dead Island 2, the thing that I'm I'm really enjoying is it actually is challenging. And I'm playing it just on normal. Like, I didn't up the difficulty or anything. Um, Because there's so many different ways to fight the zombies and different variations of the zombies... You have to constantly think on your feet. So, like, there's some, if you get if they get too close, they're going to cause, like, damage because they have, like, caustic slime or they have, like, a bug swarm around them. So you have to, like, attack those ones from far away. Um, then there's other ones that's, like, there's different, uh, like, one, some will be soaked in gasoline, for example. And you don't want to use a fire weapon up close because if you do, they're going to fucking ignite and you're going to get thrown back. So there's a lot of cool little layers to the zombie fights Um, and some are downright terrifying. Like there's, there's these uh, like huge ladies of the WNBA walking around. (laughs) You mean Matt's future daughter? Exactly. But, but seriously, like they are female (laughs) basketball players that are, are like bodybuilders. And, you can't knock them down they're just they pummel the shit out of you so you kind of have to stay far away and keep throwing weapons at them and hope that they don't get close um but yeah i'm i'm enjoying the hell out of it it's definitely scared me several times which you know kudos because uh it it got me like to do the full-on like body shake where like i fucked my game all up because when I shook, I spun my mouse so that I wasn't facing the thing that scared me anymore, and I got killed. but uh, yeah, it's it's a it's quite a fun game, so sweet if uh, if you guys are wondering about paying full price for it, I would say it's worth it. Um, there ah, uh, there's supposed to be sometime in the future. there's supposed to be an expansion pack coming out
2: okay um, I've heard just like from watching videos because it's it's one of those games where it's like I'll watch it, but I won't play it. And it looks awesome. And then I was watching people playing the new uh, Jedi Survivor, and it's mm. just buggy as hell. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: yeah. I'm um, seeing the videos about I'm that. Not even, yeah, not even going to attempt to get that one for a while. I might. So, I'll probably wait for Christmas.
2: I'm glad that they took like you know eight years to make sure Dead Island wasn't that bad. <laughs> right. Um.
3: What? And and that's the problem with a lot of modern video games is they get forced out before they're ready. And then, you know, the the customer is the one that suffers because the company got your money. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, they're going to update it and fix it. But they got more time to do that now.
2: Yeah. Like, I'm fine waiting. Yeah. It's not like I have fucking tons of free time as it is. So Mm -hmm. if I need to sit on my hands while you get shit together, totally do that. Um. So Mike, mean you had our what like buyer triannual meetup for terrors. <laughs> Indubitably. Um with uh with Reese, we had mm. some awesome Moes. Nobody got COVID.
3: <laughs> yeah, I didn't bring COVID to the party this time.
2: Uh and we saw the awesome Slumber Party Massacre too. Chef's Kiss.
3: I love that movie. It's it's so bad. So Although, good. So now, listeners, throughout the entire movie, Mike and I kept making fucked up comments because uh, there there is a song, and I believe it's made for the movie. I could be totally wrong. I've never heard it. Outside. It
2: was. I watched the credits.
3: OK. But there's a song called Tokyo Convertible, and the lyrics are, I want to be your Tokyo Convertible. And I turned to Mike and I said, I think that's a sex thing. <laughs> And this continued throughout the rest of the movie, because we were trying to figure out exactly what a Tokyo convertible would be, which at one point turned to a Tokyo turntable. And then
2: I there was... I want
1: to be your Tokyo turntable!
3: <laughs> and of course, there was Rockabilly Ghost Boner. <laughs> so,
2: Well, we'll get to it later in the episode, because we need to have some deep, deep discussion about just exactly what... <laughs> A Tokyo turntable is
0: okay because I have some ideas. <laughs> so
2: good.
3: It's, we're gonna we're gonna make some new internet uh, sex positions like the Raspberry Swirl.
2: That's right. Um, plug time. Jerry's closet. The legend grows so much so Don. That's right. Our resident cryptid Don DeRazio. She's like Bigfoot, <laughs> and the Loch Ness monster had a baby. And if it was, you know, like a uh, woman, the sarcastic, comedic woman was this. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. Don went to Jerry's <laughs> closet, bought some trolls. Um, I can't plug them enough. It's like the best store ever. It's just one of those great places where you can just close your eyes, spin around, point your finger. You're going to find something you want to buy. Um, she's always got something new. I bought something there on Saturday, and I wasn't even there. She sent me some pictures, and I was like, I want that for our giveaway. So I paid her. I just have to go pick it up um, Nice, because she's just got, like, great stuff, great prices. Uh, I'll talk about what I got later because um, it's going to kind of fit into a segment. But it's pretty awesome. What's going on with Pikmins? Monkeys. That's right. There are monkeys
0: attacking all of the toys. They are going to eat all of the toys if you do not throw your monies at them. Uh, to throw your monies at the monkeys and to prevent them from eating the toys, uh, keep an eye out for the upcoming release of Action Log, which uh, I'm planning to release probably within the next uh, week and a half or so. Uh, I'm going to wait until I recover a little bit. Uh, there is definite progress on the the creep. Probably the next mm, few weeks, we should have an official update.
2: Cool. Uh, um, but
0: yeah, no, we're gonna do action log and then uh, and hopefully after that, uh, by the time action log is is out and being shipped out, I should have the wheeler ready to mold up.
2: Sweet. Um, <laughs> Mike just sent a hilarious picture of. <laughs> Creature from the Black Lagoon, corn-hauling... Um, A mole-man. mole-man. Is that the Tokyo turntable? <laughs> we'll have to discuss. Wookiee um, Man's Closet will be back very, very soon. Because uh, they're yep. coming back from vacation for all Nightmare on Elm Street month. Yes.
3: And this will be starting uh, next next week. Yes, so next Monday.
2: I am very excited. Heretic party came back this week with their Lost 7th Heaven episode, the TV show from the WB that featured um, that dude from the first Star Trek movie as a pastor, and he turned out to be a real-life child molesting piece of shit. But it was on for like 11 years, and they just rip it a new one. It's very funny. Um, Raised by Reynolds, what's coming?
3: Uh, we are going to revisit some comic book stuff. Uh, we've been talking about... Uh, doing a fan cast kind of movie for if Spider-Man came out in the 90s. So if you remember those old Wizard magazine, uh, let's cast the X-Men. Let's yes, cast Spider-Man. Yes. We're kind of doing one of those, and then discussing what would that have been like if it came out in the 90s. like what would the story be? What would you know? What would the effects look like? That kind of a thing. So we want to we want to take a breath or take a breather from all the horror we've been doing and the big projects. So we're like, you know, let, let's just take a step back and do some fun geek out type stuff.
2: Sweet. Um, when can we expect the salmoning?
3: <laughs> we still have to figure out a, a day that, that works, um, but we will definitely be revisiting horror when we get Sam on there. Um, we're, we're trying to find a, a day that's going to work for all three of us to actually sit down and not have a crazy time limit on us.
2: Sweet. Um, if you don't get her, I'm going to get her first. Fair <laughs> warning. We have. We don't get so, you, Sam. We go through get you. you. You're going to get recruited. So it's come to this, a Simpsons Family podcast, Coffin Dreams, LLC, who is doing awesome just tattoo art that mm-hmm. even if she doesn't become a tattoo artist, I think she should just make the artwork for tattoo artists because it looks badass. Yeah, um, she does
3: really good flash art.
2: She would make like really awesome like temporary tattoos. I don't know how you could make that, but that would be sweet. Or stickers. And I, uh, want, her
0: design, I want her to design a jack-o' lantern that's gonna go over my butthole. Nose will be my butthole itself. Jack o' lantern will go all around it.
2: <laughs> okay. That's that's right. I want to shit out the nose of a jack-o'-lantern. Josh, hold that thought real quick. Mike McCoy FX. If you need special effects, you live in the Buffalo area. Let's say you guys want to become a human jack lantern and you're you're really brave. Would you put a lit candle or, like, a votive candle in your ass, or would you do one of those electronic ones that everybody does now? Oh, electronic all the way. Absolutely. I might do, like, road flare. <laughs> <There's->
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm picturing this scene from frickin', uh, was it the 2018 Halloween with the road flare and the hollowed out head only it's your butthole
2: sure yeah you know (laughs) like you only live once and yeah you you tell your friends over some beers like this one time i i put like one of those little blinky pumpkin lights in my ass and they would be like oh mike you're so crazy and then you could be the also the guy at the end of the table like i put a whole lit road flare up my pooper (laughs) my butthole won't close no more (laughs) you know like i'm a conch shell
0: See, you know, I, I'm going to blame Mike for this, but ever, ever since he said raspberry swirl, my brain is just going raspberry swirl, a sex position. You don't want to know more raspberry swirl, get in the bedroom and close that door.
2: (laughs) I love Prince. Prince is the man. Anyways. (laughs) Um, That's it for plugs. Show and tell time, guys. I didn't get a ton. Mine leans to the left. Yeah. (laughs) You turn into it or you just spray everywhere? (laughs) Uh,
0: A little, little bit of both. It depends on how I'm feeling.
2: Okay, Josh, I'm gonna let you close because you know <laughs> I know what you got and it's awesome. Okay, yeah, I got I got a few other things, but they're not as noteworthy. Um, I found a Duplico. Nice out in the wild. Uh, so <laughs> what I've gathered is if your Walmart's one of the WalMarts that still carries classics uh, or not classics Origins He-Man figures, and they've sold through their stock of like Sorceress Buzz Off and Jitsu. They will order more, and they'll get that wave that has Duplico in it. So I found four in Niagara Falls. I grabbed Duplico. It went to He-Man Rick. Um, if I find another Duplico, I'll be keeping it. If I find a third one, then I'm going to start selling it because uh, it's going for like $200 Jesus. on eBay, and that's fucking crazy. Um, I picked up a Snake Trooper that I found at the Fisher Price outlet. He's pretty fucking awesome. He's, with everything Josh said it's a horde trooper with a snake head but it works um everything else i got is for something that i'm gonna talk about a little bit later in the show but that's it mike
3: i really didn't get a lot i got um the black adam Hawkman figure from the uh spin masters line because it was like two bucks at that target that we stopped at and um yeah i feel like i spent two bucks for two cool accessories because my god that figure is garbage
2: glad i I saw him for two bucks today and i was like "Eh, no and i I just didn't do it
3: like if you want it just uh like a figure to beat the hell out of fine for two dollars but yeah like his his armor severely hinders his articulation like he can barely move his, his left arm um the wings just kind of like snap in and can't move. And uh, if you like, if you kind of move them around too much, at least on mine, the left wing keeps popping out of place and falling off. So it's just, it's not a good figure. Um, However, the accessories are quite nice and, and work with my other three and three fourth inch figures. So I'm like, eh, $2 for some decent accessories. All right.
2: Um, if you ever get, you find them and you got the money, get the Flash Michael Keaton Batman.
3: Yeah, if I if I see him, I might grab that. Um, but the only other thing I got was, uh, I got one of the, well, I got two things. The uh, world's smallest masters of the universe, I got Slime He-Man. So the, you know, Slime Pit He-Man. Yeah. And um, just just because I have the other minis, I was like, ah, what the hell, I'll put him with the other guys. And I, I really like those. I like the fact that they're... They still have accessories and they're so damn tiny. Um, and then I got the CGI Masterverse He-Man to go with the CGI Masterverse Skeletor I got. That is a lot of fun. And once again confirms that if the, the original CGI line just had ball jointed shoulders, like if, if you could move their arms out, that line would have been so much more fun. Because um, it was already really fun just with the classic articulation, but they had those giant beefy arms, and you know, I, like I don't know if it's just me, but I kept wanting to make them close line figures, and I couldn't do that.
0: You know, that you know guy, they they always looked like they needed to be ball jointed.
2: They yeah. were sculpted like they're ball jointed, and they're not, and that pissed me off. But I also kind of felt like they all should have had that uniform play factor. So if you wanted to pop off an arm on an animated guy and put it on an origins guy you could oh that would have been cool they missed the cross-pollination not that it would matter because the show still would have been canceled Um, right
3: but i mean the i mean we got three seasons and you know yeah i wouldn't be
2: getting rid of my animated my netflix guys because there's the show's over and i'm kind of like having buyer's remorse but
3: oh see i i still like all the ones i got i didn't buy a lot of them um i mean i mainly got you know, He-Man, Skeletor, Trapjaw, and Man-at-Arms. Um, I think that's all the ones. Oh, and then I got, like, some of the variants. Like, I got P-Man, because <laughs> he was, like, $3. Um, I
0: grabbed I grabbed Mosquitara in many faces.
3: Uh, yeah, I got those, too. Ram Man. I didn't get Ram Man. Um, I'm trying to think. There was another one that I almost got. Oh, I almost ordered Triclops, but before I could actually order him... He jumped up in price and I was like, ah, screw that. <laughs> so I I didn't buy him. But uh, but no, like the the MasterVerse ones are a lot of fun. But I again there seems to be too much articulation for that type of body. For the for the the skipped leg day type of He Man. Um having a lot of joints in their lower body, it's hard to get them to stand without tipping over. At least at least the ones I have. Like the joints are just loose enough. Where, unless you get them, like, in the perfect stance, they keep falling.
2: Yeah, mine, I've got them both. I've opened them up. They needed, like, God damn, you know, like, hips. Like, really solid hips. They don't have them. Honestly, to keep them from tipping.
3: I feel like a little less to get. And I, normally, I'm all for articulation.
2: but Or like, the angles needed to go bye-bye.
3: Yeah, something like when, when you have a, such a disproportioned figure... When you have a ton of articulation, it actually ends up hurting the, the look of the figure, in my opinion. Um, you know, but like some, something that's like a, like a Spider-Man, give him all the articulation in the world, obviously. But yeah, someone big, giant, you know, huge upper torso, they don't need a lot of, they don't need toe articulation. You know, <laughs> it's like, you can skip that.
2: Okay, Josh. Okay.
0: So yeah, I didn't I also didn't get a ton. I will start out with sort of the uh the most basic, which is still a lot of fun. I picked up the Hasbro Epic Heroes 4-inch Venom.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I want to hear about this.
0: Um he no, he's really nice. He's got really good articulation. He feels like just a solid little 4-inch Venom. Uh he almost feels like do you remember when, like, the, the three and three-fourths and four-inch figures were just starting to incorporate, like, the better ball articulation? hmm He feels like one of those.
2: Remember when I started to incorporate the better ball articulation? Yes. <laughs> you used to be able to, only able to move my balls front ways and back ways. Now you can move them all around. Ha-ha! Okay, oh. sorry. I, I wanted to get that joke before it was, you know still is a yeah anyways (laughs) my balls
0: go one way
2: uh
0: so but no he's he's really nice my biggest complaint is that i wish he had uh i wish his head were ball jointed his head is just a classic cut neck articulation Mm -hmm. uh but no he's really nice he comes with like a symbiote scythe that you can clip onto his hand it works really well it reminds me a lot of the old uh toy biz symbiote accessories that came with Carnage. Yep. Oh, those were fun. Uh so yeah, no, he's he's especially for the price point of 10 or 11 bucks because Walmart has uh has some of them for 10. I've only so far seen the what's it called? The Guardians wave at Walmart. Um I've seen the Guardians wave at Walmart and Target. Um, I've only seen the Spider-Man wave at Target. Target wants ten ninety nine. Walmart wants nine ninety nine. Your mileage may vary.
2: I've seen... Target has had everything. Walmart has not had the Spider-Man stuff. If that makes any sense. I don't think there's any kind of rhyme or reason. I think they're just testing to see how they do. But there's no like solid planogram cut-in or any kind of promotion.
0: Yeah, but they're nice. But they're fine. They really are. Um, I haven't bought any, but yeah, the likenesses on some of the Guardians ones are questionable, but they're nice looking.
2: I don't look at them and think I need solid likeness for anything. No, no. Um,
0: But especially, I I think it was with Star-Lord specifically. He looks close enough, but off enough that it's weird. He, lo- he almost looks like Uncanny Valley Star-Lord. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I got the Venom. I also, just today, found the new Lego minifigure series, which is the Disney 100 Years of Magic series.
2: Ooh, I was going to talk about that. Which ones did you get? Uh,
0: I got... I, I went through and I cherry-picked. I got Stitch. Uh, partially because... Well, I don't, I like the movie just fine. I don't have a particular love of it. In fact, I'm always a little angry at Stitch for taking away the Disney Alien Encounter ride. That being said, uh, many years ago when Ruth and I were at a carnival, we discovered that I can laugh like Stitch. Okay, cool. Because I was randomly doing it. Like I didn't even realize I was doing a Stitch laugh. I was just laughing weirdly
2: on a on a carnival ride. So to be a fucking weirdo through the power of marijuana, you discovered you can laugh like Stitch. Uh, actually, no, I I
0: don't think I I had been smoking because we had been at
2: a carnival for a while. Can I ask you a question, Josh? Wait, never yes. mind. I just I I was looking at pictures of these and it was like, are they in a box? But no, they're still.
0: Yep, they're still bagged. bagged. Yeah. Uh, so I got Stitch. Uh, I got Sorcerer Mickey because I kind of had to It's Sorcerer Mickey mm-hmm. or Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey. Uh, and he does come with a new mop headpiece so the mop can stand up on its own. Cool. Or, or brooms can stand up on its own, whichever you want to call it. Uh, also got Robin Hood and Prince John. Cool. Because any one of our age probably has a love for Robin Hood's. Or for Disney's Robin Hood.
3: As soon as you said it, I started singing in my head: "Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest."
0: <laughs> That's yeah, I. I sent a picture to uh, to my sisters this morning of Robin Hood with just the caption of "Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest."
2: <laughs> you mean Baloo? <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: It, yep. One, one of the many times he quantum leapt.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, and, and of course, as soon as I opened, even even though I knew I was getting it, uh, uh, Prince John, as soon as I opened, I looked at it, I want my mommy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got a dirty thumb.
0: Uh, and then partially just because, uh, partially because I enjoyed the movie and because they're really gorgeous minifigures, I got uh, the two from Coco. I got Ernesto
2: de la Cruz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one cool. I saw that I think I'd want out of all of these is Ernesto.
0: Okay, not only is the printing on him gorgeous, but his guitar piece is actually unique. Oh. Because it has a newly molded head, uh, or uh, I don't know what it's called, but the top of the guitar mm-hmm. uh, in the shape of a skull.
2: That's awesome. I will and take is a picture that,
0: in a minute and show you guys.
2: Is that sombrero, like, one part?
0: Uh, the sombrero and his hair are. Okay. Uh, and he does have dual faces. Sweet. Uh, and I also got uh Miguel. Who comes with the dog from Coco?
1: Oh.
0: Uh, has dual uh, skull face paint on his head, but also comes with an unpainted head and hair piece. Oh.
1: Like so you
0: he's can have, away? So you can have him like just with like his human face and hair. Or you can have him with the skull and the hood, or his oh, human oh, face oh. and the hood, okay, or like that. I'm I'm really impressed that he included a second head and hairpiece and guitar and dog like he's he's a packed Lego minifigure uh, and then to wrap it up because uh, because of the work I did this weekend the deal was uh, I told Ruth I really didn't care about being paid I wanted to pre-order Origin Snake Mountain which I did and grab mega construct snake mountain which was down to about two hundred bucks. And Mega Construct Snake Mountain came in today and I started the build. Nice. Okay, so good and bad. Here the good I've only got good so far. And that is if you guys know sometimes Mega Constructs uh does things in a way that looks really nice, but isn't necessarily the most structurally sound. Okay. Uh, Mike, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about with that. Absolutely. Um, It's something they've improved on over the years a lot already, but there were definitely sections of Castle Grayskull that once assembled, they're not fragile, but the assembly process, the pieces like until it was that section was complete. The pieces didn't feel like they all locked together. Mm-hmm. So it made it not as fun a build as it could be. This one is so fucking structurally sound already. I'm only five bags in, and it's basically just a solid section. <laughs> Sorry. How many uh, bags is it? Um, 55? Ooh
2: shit. Wow. That's a big build. How many uh what's it the most is, bags you've ever ever had, Josh?
0: Uh this this might be I uh, you know what? Let me check. Let me double check something. This might be the biggest build I've done. Um doo, 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 checking something.
2: Are you separating Mega Constructs from Lego? No. Because Mega, Mega Constructs does a lot of smaller bags. Right?
0: Well, even even part count wise. Okay, so. Okay, so no, this is this is the second largest build I have done.
2: Would that be the, the biggest? Is um, Castle Grayskull or the?
0: Nope, uh, Castle Grayskull is actually a smaller build.
2: Okay, what's the biggest bag count? Is it the Terradome? I'm
0: I'm not sure about biggest bag count, but the overall biggest. Build I've done is the Lego Assembly Square, which comes in at 4,002 pieces. Uh, whereas Snake Mountain comes in at, let me double check here. Do, do, do. Exciting podcasting. 3,802. Okay,
2: the biggest thing so, I ever built for lego is Tower of Rothanac and that is 2359 pieces so you're totally way like past me
0: so if and now here's here's the kind of funny thing is back in the day I think Castle Grayskull was one of the first mega construct sets to do this but back in the day, Mega Construct sets did not have numbered bags.
1: Yep, I remember that.
0: Uh and then they started around the time they released Castle Grayskull. So any older Mega Construct build that was bigger than like 2 to 300 pieces, mm-hmm. you were you were dumping out bags and sorting pieces for like a solid day. Before you even started the build. Yep. Oh god, it sucked.
3: Honestly, I was saying I have never even did any of the like really really big ones. I did the uh the one uh, like Halo dropship that looks like the I think it's called the Vulcan. It's the one that looks like the aliens dropship. That's the whole reason I got it. Um, and then some of the Call of Duty like tanks and uh and like there's there was one the, playset that had the radar dish. That was oh, a pretty yeah. big build, um, but yeah, I've only done stuff like that, and those were a pain in the ass because you had to just literally separate everything out. And the problem with a lot of the mega constructs, especially Call of Duty and Halo, is it's like here's green, here's slightly darker green,
2: oh god, here's slightly
3: that. even more darker green, <laughs> <laughs>
0: and <laughs> that that is the problem with Snake. I will say that's the one con from Snake Mountain so far is. It's mostly purples, and they're all very similar purples, but uh if you've got decent lighting, you can tell them apart pretty easily
3: yeah there there was more than a few times where I had to like p- pull my lamp like right over my desk and try to figure out like, okay, what shade of green is that?
0: <laughs> Nothing will ever be worse than the um that oh uh, what that giant the giant halo build. That I gave oh, to you
3: Oh the the big spider tank
0: Yes <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's actually called
3: I have no idea but I'll tell you but, right now When you built that I was like nope I would not put that together It's too big But
0: I gotta say Nothing was more frustrating Than purple Dark purple Metallic purple And speckled purple <laughs> Yeah Like this one, it's at least so far, at least like two fairly distinct purples, pinks, two fairly distinct grays. Mm -hmm. But no, just in general, like the the build quality so far is something where I kind of feel like they've listened to the fans. And been like. Okay guys, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna release Snake Mountain, we gotta we gotta up the build quality.
3: I really wish they would release like the uh the fright zone and the slime pit. Like I know they did the little slime pit slime head thing, but like I yeah. want a legit slime pit and the fright zone.
0: Same. I I kind of feel like that Snake Mountain might have been the last hurrah.
2: Yeah, that's kind of the vibe
3: I was getting off of it too.
2: Well, let's see how it sells. I mean slime pit anything, please. You know, like just do what you have to, Mattel. Maybe this is wishful thinking, but maybe if Snake Mountain does good enough, they'll um they'll give us a shot at uh the slime pit in some form. But
3: I think um, Origins I, I think honestly if we see any other play set in origins, it's gonna be the slime pit.
2: Yeah, I hope so. I mean it's just that, you know, it's one of those things they like to visit and, or heck, you know, if there's another property, like, you know, they snuck it into Harry Potter, you know, like yeah. sneak it in somewhere, just more slime pit, Damn it. Um, cool. So Josh, would you recommend it? Definitely. Especially because it's, it's like 200,
0: 210 bucks right now on Amazon. Sweet. I, Which, I ain't
1: going to
3: lie. I've eyeballed it a few times already.
0: Which, yeah, it's like, especially compared to the original retail price, which was 320 Yeah. Like, that's, even, and even at that price, to be fair, it's pretty much right on par with the part count.
1: I mean, it looks, it looks rad as hell. So,
3: if you got the room for it, you know, it's definitely one of those display pieces that is gorgeous.
0: Yep, I'm definitely definitely eyeing one of two potential spots for it.
2: (laughs) You know, I wish I had the space and the time and the money to have like one of those. I have, you know, forty five acres of Lego land in my basement. Oh yeah, train set like one of those crazy ass people that's like I've built my own castle. Like I have, you know, King's Landing in Lego form.
3: I forget his name. There was a YouTube reviewer that I know Josh and I both used to watch all the time for, uh, like, upcoming Mega Constructs news and stuff like that. I think it, was it Jang Bricks? Was that his yep. name? Okay, yeah. He has this awesome freaking Lego setup in his basement. Um, I mean, obviously, he has, like, all the storage bins and all that, but he has this, like, he had a, uh, a city, and then underneath it he had, like, this whole Minecraft world. <laughs> and, like, it was just all these layers of different, lego setups and it was just beautiful it's like man like i guess when you focus your collecting down to just one property like that it's easy to do something like that
0: yeah yeah yep. i mean like i've got i got a, a nice lego city mm-hmm. it ain't nothing like this no
3: i mean it's awesome as hell but yeah no that dude has got it's like from the lego movie only not glued together
0: he, he has <laughs> he has a custom like Is it, like, 10,000-piece shopping mall?
3: Yep. (laughs) It's insane. That's... Man.
2: Josh, what would you build if you had the time and the money?
0: I can tell you exactly what I would build if I had the time and the money. Actually, no, honestly, it's between two things. Uh, It's either the Spencer Mansion.
2: Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah. Or RPD. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That... That's fucking badass. Like, I can't even joke and get something even close to how fucking cool that would be. I I have thought about it. <laughs> you know what else would be really fucking cool? You know all the Lego video games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't really make as much anymore, which makes me sad because I love them. They need to make Lego Resident Evil.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh my God. That would be fun. If it
2: was like the first three games or four games all in one giant game. I would fucking love that.
0: Man, I'm still sad that Lego dimensions
2: ended when it did. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. I could get that Skywalker saga game. I love those Lego games.
3: I think if, if if I could do any, any brick build, just had the room for it and could do whatever the hell I want. I would have built like a giant custom mall and used the, uh, mega construct zombies to fill it. Ooh. Just have a giant Dawn of the Dead mall. <laughs> like,
2: that would be the piece I'd want. I would, man, I'd like to do a Beetlejuice thing and, like, recreate my town in Lego form. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. But, I mean, North Greece really isn't that cool. We have a Walmart and a, a fucking KFC, big big whoop. Um, But, you know, I could have, like, all the Lego homeless people and the dead hookers in my backyard it'd be pretty cool (laughs)
0: um Uh, i want to build a lego mess Mart now
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: lego walmart with some mess lab under the parking lot i literally
3: just had to explain that to uh one of my co-workers who was constantly going off on how shitty niagara falls is and it's like yeah it is but i was like There's shittiness everywhere, because she was talking about, I'm going to go to Amherst, where it's a lot better. And I'm like,
2: (laughs) have you
1: been to Amherst?
2: People don't believe me when I tell them that story, (laughs) because I had to deal with it firsthand because I, you know, I work in Walmart, not for (laughs) Walmart, but as a a sales manager. And when I was doing it for Apple, I couldn't get into the store because there was a meth lab in the catacombs (laughs) underneath the Walmart I yep. remember calling Apple and trying to explain it to them, like, no, they had to evacuate the store because there's meth. And they were <laughs> like, no, no, you're lying. You don't want to go to work. And I was like, I had to show them newspaper clippings and all this fucking proof. And they were like, Jesus Christ, go to work anyways. They didn't care. <laughs>
0: you know, it's like yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike and I were toy hunting that day.
2: Yep. <laughs> a lot of crazy shit happens in Buffalo, like a fucking random plane crashing. Mm hmm. You know the 15 feet of snow you guys get all in one day. You know,
3: I, I just think it's funny because like you know like it, there is crazy shit that happens
2: all over Western New
3: York. Like it, it, it's not relegated to one area. I mean, shit. The where we go see terrors like that plaza is just crazy crap happens there every day. It's like we're always posting about it on Facebook.
2: But I would feel weird if that homeless guy wasn't sitting on the shopping cart every time we go to terrors. Exactly. And he
3: asks every single time, and every single time I have to tell him I don't have cash.
2: Yeah, like, nope, sorry, don't carry cash on me, and then I'll go buy something and come back out and be like, nope, sorry. (laughs) I Um, used my card. Yeah, like, okay. So, as we alluded, me and Mike went to Thursday Night Terrors at the Dipson Theater in buffalo and we watched slumber party massacre part two in slumber party massacre part two there's a song called tokyo convertible that they clearly made up because they don't want to pay or they found like some up-and-coming band or something it sucks but then i leaned over to mike and i was like is this some sort of a fucking song and i'm just not cool
1: (laughs) and i don't know what
2: it is and mike's like no that it's not it's just some made-up shit for the movie And with my sleep addled dad brain, later on, I leaned into Mike and I said, Tokyo Turntable, (laughs) accidentally, because I just couldn't fucking remember Tokyo Convertible. And then we just kept wondering what the fuck would be a Tokyo Turntable. So let me give you an example of this game. (laughs) We're going to play, instead of our regular sponsor joke, like Aunt Mabel's Ghost in a Jar, or Warner Herzog Reads the Phone Book, (laughs) etc. I kind of want to see that one. Uh, I would just, just like to mention that I take offense to that.
0: My reading the phone book could be captivating, enthralling, and erotic. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so let's say I th- I throw something out there and we have to figure out what it would be sexually in the Urban Dictionary. So let's say say a Rusty LeMay what would a Rusty LeMay be? <laughs> and this is where I say a Rusty <laughs> LeMay is when you're you're doing the dirty with your girl, and Matt LeMay is just sitting in the corner of the room drawing a caricature of you sleeping with your significant other <laughs> lady you met at the Austin Carnival uh, you know, homeless person from Terrace, whatever. Well also masturbating. Yes. Yes. What's he painting with? He squirts octopus ink. Oh, God. <laughs> so that would be a rusty lame. So the first one I'm going to throw out there, we're going to try to figure out exactly what the fuck this is going to be, and we're going to add it to Urban Dictionary at some point. What's a stretched Rufus?
3: <laughs> well, the first thing that came into mind is, have you ever seen the movie Waiting? Okay. You remember the Batwing? Yes. where you stretch your scrotum out. (laughs) Do that, only you have to slap it over the mouth of someone named Rufus.
2: What if a stretch Rufus, (laughs) you drop your pants, and you get two little people. (laughs) Each one grabs one side of your scrotum. You know, like so on the left and the right, and they see how far they can stretch it. Oh. Oh. And you have your buddy there, too. And you guys have to compare. Like, oh, I got three and a half feet. And you'd be like, "Ah, beat you. Four foot, one inches of scrotum. <laughs> and then you could be like, thanks, micro wrestling. And then, you know, they high five you and wash their hands and run away or whatever the fuck, you know.
0: See, I'm. I'm <laughs> and then gonna... you
2: wrap yourself up in your stretched out scrotum. <laughs> and then you have uh, a it, permanent. It's scarf. a scrotum coat.
0: Yeah, it's a stroke <laughs> coat. <clears throat> Now see I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say that a stretch rufus is when uh you initiate foreplay by using a form of penis puppetry where you stretch your penis into the face of someone named Rufus with your pubes as the hair of Rufus and you talk to whoever you're seducing with Rufus like hey baby you want to put me in your mouth yeah you do <laughs> I'm stretched Rufus.
3: See, I I don't know why, but the voice that came to mind immediately was like, hey there, my name's Rufus. You want to put me in your face? (laughs)
2: Uh, So, all right. Would you have like a Sharpie marker in your pocket to turn your (laughs) testicles into like the Muppet eyes? No, no. See,
0: like, yeah. (laughs) Okay. have Have you ever seen penis puppetry?
2: Yes, I have. <laughs> Unfortunately.
0: Okay, so what I'm picturing is using your scrotum more, more along the lines uh, to sort of wrap around the penis and use the penis as, like, the nose that's hanging down Muppet-style. <laughs> but, but use the rest of the scrotum like one of those old, like, three-finger face puppets, like the old woman that has, like, the kind of caved-in eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god! I love those fucking cheap rubber face puppets.
0: <laughs> Just like you know, sticking sticking fingers in your from behind and
2: puppeteering it, and be like,
0: "Yeah, you ready to get sexy with stretched Rufus?"
2: So I think all of us, you kind of have that litness. I talked about this all the time, that litmus test for your significant other where you show them your collection of weird shit to see if they're like a keeper or you get rid of them. So the point where I showed Teresa, my ventriloquist dummy collection and she wasn't running away screaming, I was like, ah, marriage material. You could also do the stretch Rufus to see their reaction. So, <laughs> you know, if they giggle, slap their knee like, oh, that's awesome. Then they're like, come hither. You, know you, you could
0: also do the hamburger to see their reaction.
2: Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. The classic hamburger. <laughs> so, that's a stretch, Rufus. Thanks, Josh. I knew you had it in you. Despite being <laughs> super tired, that really fucked up individual that lives deep inside of you is still there. Thank you. Are you guys ready? For the news Indubitably uh, I'm
0: going to put the news in my butt <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Breaking news For those who are interested Ross Dress for Less is expanding Into western New York There's going to be one in Chictawaga In the Sam's Club Plaza And Rochester New York getting one In Victor Which if you're a toy collector Ross Dress for Less is amazing Yes, As it Josh is. Josh would attest. So uh, I'm excited. They are coming this summer. Breaking news of stuff that dropped today. As I mentioned, the Lego Disney Minis, uh, which came out today. There's updated pictures of the Snake Mountain pre order. If you had the original, this is a nice update of it. The only major change I've seen is the Snake. That uh, is a little more articulated to kind of bite and attack your guys. The feature I didn't want, but it looks cool. Also, the uh, the cage. Yes, and a cage in the throne as well. Um, McFarlane is doing a new superpowers Batmobile from McFarlane Toys. Looks very cool. And on the packaging, they've also teased a new Robin. Um, not sure. Looks like Tim Drake. I could be wrong. We Catch have. Me. It's it's yeah it's Josh. Uh, in a blink and you miss it moment, Mattel Creations. It is Mattel Creations. I thought it was something separate. Monster High Chucky and Tiffany went up for pre-order and sold out almost immediately. Sam missed them. She is our resident Monster High collector, but they look pretty damn sweet in my opinion. Super Seven is teasing Devo Whippet figures. I'm guessing this is reaction, but it could be Ultimates. Hasbro is going to have a His tank update coming very very soon. Um, I would expect them to re release that in some sort of repaint to get even more money from people. On to the regular news, there is an animated Transformers movie coming. They're dubbing it as the first animated Transformers <laughs> movie, but I saw that it's <laughs> apparently the one in the eighties never happened. Uh, Hiya Toys is making a 112 scale Judge Dredd. This is kind of closer to what Mezco is doing. He's got yeah. like fabric clothes. He's very expensive. Uh, but he looks cool if you're a Judge Dredd fan, as Josh is, and so am I. Trick or Treat Studios, you can get a Warduke helmet if you want to really have some awesome Dungeons & Dragons reenactments with your wife, Mike.
3: That ain't going to fit my head.
2: Nah, it's not going <laughs> to fit my fat <laughs> head either, but it looks really sweet. It looks uh, awesome, but yeah. Peacock is doing a Twisted Metal show with... Andy oh, I can't Andy wait. ...and Samoa Joe. I'm very excited about that. I love that game. Oh. Marvel Legends is releasing a Black Knight Cersei 2-pack. I'm not That's sure if right. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's 90s, 80s, 90s Black Knight with his leather jacket with the sleeves rolled up. Because you need a leather jacket over your armor. Because it's the 90s and he comes with his weird-ass lightsaber thing. Uh, There is a Joe Fix-It, which is kind of a re-release of the Build-A-Figure Joe Fix-It with a new head. To be more comic accurate, this is exclusive to Walmart. NECA is re-releasing the April O'Neil that was animated in a deluxe set with a bunch of extra stuff. And they repainted Ripley's jumpsuit from Alien Yellow and put movie April O'Neil's head on it. Makes sense. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. And last but not least, Star Trek has Series 2 of Star Trek The Next Generation Ultimates with Picard, Worf, and Guinan. If you're a Star Trek Next Generation fan, these are pretty cool. If, Uh,
0: If the likeness looks that good on the final product, I will get that Picard.
2: Yeah, it's a damn good Picard. I don't know why it's taking them this long to get it right, but they look really good. Worf looks really fucking good, too, in my opinion. Um... And I love me some Star Trek, but I don't know if I love it enough for Ultimates. But
0: No, no, I would definitely wait until it, you know, drops
2: to like twenty, twenty-five bucks. But yeah. They're fucking sweet. And it's just the card. I mean, it's fucking God, why wouldn't you want that? Anyways. That's it for the news. Am I missing anything, guys, that you've that's popped up? It's kind of a slow week.
0: You know, you know? it is kind of a slow week. Uh there was There was a Transformers leak. Uh, It was of a Voyager-class Junkion that is unidentified as of yet. Okay. Uh, Not a lot of details because it was all in test colors, but hey, there's a Voyager-class Junkion coming. And I'm very curious to see if it's compatible with the the Deluxes.
2: Well, I mean, any Junkion is a good Junkion, right? Yeah, I mean, either way, I'll get it. And while this isn't quite,
3: uh, you toy Uh, They are Dark Horse is releasing another uh, He-Man book. This time it's The Art of Origins and Masterverse. And if you have any of the other Dark Horse He-Man books, they're pretty fucking rad. So I'm I'm definitely putting that on
2: my list of books to buy. As cool as that is. Yeah, I did see that. The line isn't done. So I feel like there's going to be a volume two, you know? Yeah, but
3: I mean, they honestly, they do that a lot with this stuff. You know, you get multiple volumes, but I, I'm a big fan of the, the dark horse hardcover collections. They, they do good work.
2: Yeah, they really do. I have uh, the mini comic set and it's pretty awesome. So, all right, guys. So I want to bounce some ideas off you. And if you're a fan and you have feedback, I want you to just get a hold of me uh, via the Facebook group or count creepy at gmail.com creepy with a K Episode 100 is coming out, and if you've been listening to the show from the get-go, or if you're going back and listening to old episodes, back in the day, we used to do giveaways all the time. And I kind of put it on the back burner because it was just the same people winning over and over again. Um, and it just wasn't fun. It was not engaging people. The prizes were boring. I don't know what the deal was, but—
0: Do a dick contest.
2: Yeah. So we're going to have a draw a dick contest. Uh, no, do a contest where everybody has to show a dick the best dick wins. doesn't have to be your dick. Just show a dick.
0: <laughs>
2: sure. Um, we look sure. at the dicks
0: and be like, oh, yeah, that's a nice dick. That dick wins. No, wait, no. That dick kind of glows in the dark. That dick wins.
2: We're going to have a show us your sandworm contest, and uh, <laughs> you can win a prize. So here's what I was thinking for the contest, and I need some... Logical, sane people, Mike, I'm thinking about you (laughs) (laughs) to to talk me down or change what I'm thinking, because I don't think it's right, but I don't. Maybe it is. I am going to get trivia. I'm going to ask the fans trivia questions from every episode of the podcast up to a certain point, maybe up until like episode 90, Mm -hmm. where each episode is going to have one trivia question Listen to find the answer. The first person to get that right. gets a ticket. And I'm going to have four ish giveaway, big giveaway baskets. Not, you know, like, Hey, there's some pot holders. This is hurting my brain already. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: my, my thing with that is too much work. It, it, yeah. In my experience, a lot of people will listen, but a lot of people won't go back and re-listen. Um, so if there's something that we have to like pull from old episodes, I highly doubt people are going to go back and listen to them. Because like I, I know myself, like people who are new to the Boogeyman's Closet will often suggest like five or six movies that we've already covered, but they just haven't gone back and listened. Okay. Now,
0: now here's an idea, and it is a serious idea. Let me know what you guys think of this. Okay. Put it out to the fans. And see if anyone will write a song or haiku about their favorite Count Creepy character. I like that a lot.
3: Okay. I do like that.
0: And then we can read all of the entries in episode 100. And then vote for, let's say, the top three. Depending on how many we get. Interesting.
2: Okay. So... That's going to be one thing we're going to do, We're just send this fan stuff. I think the only person that's ever really done that is um, super fan Matt LeMay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um Let's jump from, not, let's not do about the how, let's have the why. Giveaways. I want four giveaways because we have a lot of hardcore fans, um, and I've been kind of piecing stuff together. I feel like uh, I should kind of go above and beyond. It's the 100th episode and have some really cool shit that's going to tempt people. Mm -hmm. And I want to touch upon one thing from everything that we talk about all the time. I thought you were going to say you wanted to touch upon Timmy. That's right. You could touch Timmy. I'm going to put some (laughs) chewing gum in a bucket. But I want one really awesome Ninja Turtle thing. One really awesome Transformer thing. One really awesome Masters of the Universe. G.I. Joe. That's just toys. I want a comic book giveaway. I want a horror movie giveaway. And I want an indie toy giveaway. Maybe a fifth one of white trash, meaning scratch-offs, Dollar Tree gummies, that kind of shit. Talent tattoos. Yes, temporary tattoos. Uh, (laughs) Here's some stuff that I've gotten my hands on already that are going to be in the baskets. I'm halfway to making a custom Warner Herzog action figure, which is something we talked about in a previous episode. So if you win, you can have your very own Warner Herzog. I just need to buy the client. I've got the body already. I picked up today to tempt Professor Josh Strasberg. At Ali's Bargan Outlet, they have those. They've been around since the dawn of time. The mystery bag of comics. Oh, yeah. Where you get like five comics, you can only see two of them. Uh, This one had Wildcats on one side and Plasm on the other. So I was like, 90s indie comics kind of reeks of Josh Strasberg. I've got There's Something Killing the Children, Volume 1 and Volume 2. Uh this is gonna fit into a category. I asked Sam for some input because I feel like when we do these giveaways they kind of skew to like sausage party man child stuff. And I was like, what's appropriate for girl nerds? Because I feel like she is the pinnacle of that. And I could sum up what she said in two words, badass bitches. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to find like badass bitches kind of stuff, and something killing something's killing the children is one of those things. I have ordered, it'll be here soon, a transforming replica of the Lament configuration. You can win that. I've got Jajo classified stuff. I've got Transformer stuff. I've got Reaction stuff. I've got Marvel Universe figures, the ones that are like Reaction. I've got a (laughs) hard-on.
0: Josh. (laughs) Josh
2: has a boner. (laughs) That Um,
3: caught me off guard.
2: Josh has agreed to a one-off from Pikmin's Vinyls. We haven't decided what that is yet, but Josh usually likes to take a pre-existing mold and give you an awesome colorway. Uh, I've got like Alvarez artwork that I'm sitting on that I'm going to give away. I'm going to get a gift certificate for uh, Jerry's Closet. I've got shit from Sam that I haven't picked up yet. And that's just kind of like what I'm thinking for the fans. And I'm thinking, even if these new listeners that we got don't participate, we still have the hardcore listeners that are going to jump on this Matt LeMay, Susie Hunt, Josh Strasburg, Don Durazio, Santa, and, Santa and Sam. I'm thinking it's going to be all over this. I still want to get a sealed pack of Garbage Fell Kids. I feel like would fit into their great. Um, I have Embrace of the Vampire, the Nicolas Cage uh, vampire movie, which is awesome, and Puppet Master on DVD. I'll probably throw a few more sealed DVDs into a horror lot. I would like to get, I want your opinion, both of you, what do you think would be better if I could find them at a good price, a Vintage Ninja Turtle or an Ultimates from Super 7?
3: Oh. Oh. I think either would be good just because the, the vintage TMNT, they're, they're, they're always fun. But some of those ultimates are really nice. And there's a few that are dropping in price. So like yeah, they, would, they would be
2: affordable. Um, you'll sort of risk with the vintage that they might be gummy.
3: This yeah. is true. That is very
2: true. Um, I'm going to have shit in here that you guys are going to want. But you're going to have to get a proxy to enter for you, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, Not mine Yes, Vincent can enter if he wants But he has to have a Facebook profile, Josh
0: I meant Ruth Oh, <laughs> sorry
2: <laughs> um, What else was I going to say And I need to find badass bitches stuff So as I'm going through this process My eyes are open for them Before Christmas Bride of Frankenstein Um uh, shit that girl nerds like which is going to be another topic we're going to talk about in a few minutes monster high i joked i was like do you need like hunky horror movie star shit like um scars pennywise (laughs) and it was like god no fuck that so it's a it's a line that i'm going to be walking this is going to come in the future you know what i guess we're just going to have it just enter for a chance to win. Probably like put your name in a fucking Facebook post. Thanks for listening. Um, I won't ask you to go back and listen to the sandworm episode and tell me who rode the sandworm. <laughs> um, I'm not going to ask you this. I literally was writing these down today with my encyclopedic knowledge of the show. Uh, which one of Josh's cats takes human sized shits? <laughs> <laughs> and you'd have to go back and find the episode And then give us an answer That answer Is Dr. you count- Yes, Dr. Mew would count as You got a correct answer? Here's your raffle ticket, throw it in this virtual box Like you're at a charity event For your chance to win Beef jerky, scratch off lotto tickets Sour boy crawlers Or Oh, a shit, comic you book. just reminded me I got some awesome beef jerky at that fair <laughs> I got some Korean pork beef jerky, it's fucking amazing um, You know, do you want a zombie Iron Man action figure, some awesome mystery comics, etc, etc, etc For the fans, I hope it's awesome but this also eliminates the chance that you get a guy like Matt LeMay that's going to answer all the questions and just take home you know, like a literal mountain of free shit for me <laughs> so, it'll be fair for everybody. Um, that's coming. Expect pitchers. Expect to be tempted by awesome shit. And there is, for our female listeners, who there, there are several. Um, Jesus Christ, I sound like such a fucking turd when I say that. I'm not going to have a specific ladies-only basket. It's going to be across the board. There's going to be awesome shit for everybody and everything. Indeed. So, yeah, take it. What about, uh, that's what I was going to say, I completely forgot. Hasbro wrestlers from when we were kids. What do you guys think about those?
3: Um, I mean, won't they have the same gumminess as the TMNT?
2: Uh, no, yeah, that was a uh, hard class. Those are the uh, LG and vinyls. These are the ones that had no articulation, just in the arms, and you could, like, make them jump.
3: Oh, I forgot about those. You know, yeah, you can yeah, make yeah.
2: Hulk Hogan Gorilla Press. Oh, no, know yeah, those some. are fun. Throw yeah. one or two in there, maybe?
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: All right. Throw in seven. It's going to be coming. Penis joke, penis joke, penis joke.
1: <laughs>
2: Thank you. Thank you. Doing Josh's work for you. All right. Josh, what do you think a Japanese turntable would be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're jumping right into me, huh? Let me tell you what me and Mike thought a Japanese turntable was Alrighty. We thought you would need the two Japanese guys from Better Off Dead mm-hmm. to pull an Eiffel Tower on you and then spin you around. <laughs> that would all, be a
3: Japanese guy. All trip. while doing their commentating.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> That's funny. Or maybe you would be commentating. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I can beat that, but I'm gonna try. Oh yes, I can't even do the the bad. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna incorporate both both the uh, sorry. Okay, say it again. me. For... <laughs> the, the Japanese turntable so or the Tokyo the,
2: turntable.
0: The Tokyo turn. It was originally.
2: Yeah. It, I called the Japanese. I fucked up another time.
0: <laughs> it's so a Tokyo
2: it, turntable, and it was
0: originally a Tokyo convertible, right?
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: So I'm gonna give you all the Tokyo convertible turntable. <laughs> The Tokyo convertible turntable is when your sexual partner, who is from Tokyo, wears one of those onesie pajamas and has an opening ass flap, who then takes your dick, scratches it down their ass crack like a record, sits down and spins like a record. <laughs>
3: Does it go, does it make the record skip sound though? That's, that's key. Does it go like. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Uh, Do you have have to apply some kind of drying agent to make it do that?
2: How? I would love a moment (laughs) in my life where I could have that record scratch during sex, but I actually made that noise with my penis. It would need like a really big bush. (laughs) And a lot of bravery for me to like skin myself.
0: And of course, the the entire time it was happening, you know, you're the, the person who was who was initiating the record, if you will, would be panting out, "I'm the record. You're the player, spin me. I'm the record. You're the player. spin me. I'm the record. You're the player. spin me. <laughs> you know all the time doing, you know, says someone acrobatic spins on the penis.
2: Yes. If there's any acrobats that listen (laughs) to this show, can you let us know if that's a thing? Has anybody ever like done the uh, the pirate ship? You know where they they spin you around. Like they spin uh, you right round, baby, right round. Yeah. Like a record, baby. (laughs) Like a Tokyo turntable. Tokyo turntable. (laughs) Oh boy. All right, keep things at our lovely, fast paced clip. Are you guys ready for our new segment? While it lasts, Mike's of the Universe. <laughs> the new awesome 80s toy line that everybody forgot about. Yes. Mike, yes. you were so good last week with Man Hands, <laughs> a woman with hollow notes for hands, that I'm going to throw a name out here and I want you. Just out of thin air, can you give us a character? I'll try. Are you ready? Yes. This character's name is Fiddly Bits. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fiddly Bits. Um, I don't know why the first thing that popped into my mind is, like, okay, you have, like, you know, your standard He-Man action figure. Um, But he has a giant fanny pack just dangling to the ground. (laughs) All sorts of weird little bits and bobs that he can use to throw at enemies. So like a broken toothbrush, a frying pan.
0: I'm going to take it a different direction and go playmates, Ninja Turtles, Toxic Crusaders villain. (laughs) Okay. We're fiddly bits is a mutant monster with a giant fiddle for a leg. <laughs> 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 and he uses his, he lifts his leg up and uses it as a weapon to fire the fiddle bow, excuse me, fire the fiddle bow
2: at you. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Mine was, he's a giant beanbag, like a change purse. He main character Ninja Turtles, but he's full of horrible items like broken glass and cigarette butts and like <laughs> rusty deck screws. Hey, to kids. You know, like Dan Eckroyd sells fiddly bits. The new adventure guy who is just, you know, he's got hard plastic legs and arms that come out of a really nasty looking like change purse. And it's just full of horrible things. Yeah. <laughs> The <laughs> fiddle for a light, <laughs> fiddly bits. Or, you know, today they'd make it like a fidget, and you can twist his nipples, and they click. And he's got like a light switch on his nuts. See, I really, I really want mine to be like
0: a Scotsman too. What <laughs> are you, my fiddly bits? Oh, they call me fiddly bits. I'm gonna catch you with me fiddle. <laughs> The only problem is he has to stand perfectly still to launch, launch his fiddle bows at people, so it's a very bad weapon. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me get my fiddle bits ready. They don't want to fall over. Okay, uh, Yeah, otherwise he's basically immobile
2: when he's when he's attacking. All right, let me we'll let the fans decide, but uh, let me change the subject here. We have, um, as I said, Sam is going to be coming on the show soon. Sam Hain, as I'm nicknaming her with two M's, um, who's kind of an expert on the cool shit that ladies collect. Monster High, uh, Golden Girl, Shira, mm-hmm. Gremlins, badass bitches, like those kind of characters. How much do we really know about this? Because I feel like I'm probably pretty naive to a lot of it, of like... Yeah, girls like it, but, you know, really, they think Arcee's stupid and um, everybody loves Starscream, you know, or like. How much I, do we really know, Mike, you probably know the most out of all of us, because you've got like, you know, 75 percent of your friends are women.
3: Well, not only that, but Jess, you know, collected uh, She-Ra and Golden Girl when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. So when we first started dating, um, you know, and she was kind of like coming with me to like conventions and comic book shops and all that she was constantly like telling me about the stuff she had when she was a kid so i ended up hunting down a lot of her old toys and getting them for her so yeah like golden girl shira those i'm pretty familiar with living dead dolls i was super familiar oh, with because yeah, i was living hunting dead those dolls. all down um, um and then monster high same thing like between sam and my wife like i got to know a lot of the characters i even watched the cartoon with with jess a couple of times so
2: let me uh say this out loud if you guys were worried For these giveaways, there will be no Funko. (laughs) I am not going to do that. No Funko poops. Uh, I think everybody's kind of just had enough of Funko. Yeah. But So, like, what does Jess, does she have, like, a complete collection of Golden Girl?
3: Uh, Not a complete collection, but all the ones that she had as a kid. So... And off the top of my head, I can't name them other than the Dragon Queen. Uh, I'd have like I can see what I, I can see the different characters in my head. I just don't know all their names. Does she have Blanche? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that, because when I first started buying them for her, that's part of the reason I can't remember a lot of their names, because I kept calling them Golden Girls names. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Does she
2: have Wildchild, my favorite, the Barbarian Lady? Yes. That's Dorothy. Right.
1: <laughs>
2: Rose. Um, um. So, yeah, like... Where's the line? Because you had the 90s and the 2000s where, like, female figures were just, you know, that 90s Image Comics giant boobs. Roger Moore. <laughs> 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 I know that's not his name. That's what uh, I called him. Maybe this is something that we actually pick sam's brain for Mm. and she can kind of like coherently put us in our place and uh you know explain maybe i can get a better grasp on other than like it's cute like what a female collector is into or maybe it's just everybody's different and i'm trying to fucking categorize things and it's not (laughs) a thing
3: no i i mean it's pretty much that exactly because i know a lot of women who you know, mostly stuck with dolls. But then there's people like Jess, you know, who had a lot of action figures. Um, I mean, she had dolls, too. She loved Jem and the Hologram. She hated Barbie, but she loved Jem.
2: Everybody um, hates Barbie, that fucking bitch.
3: <laughs> but see, I have a bunch of friends who that's all they played with when they were kids with Barbie. Um, but yeah, then, like, I know uh, Terrace talked about this tons of times. Like, she had stuff like the Betty Spaghetti dolls in the 90s and, like, Polly Pocket and all that.
0: So... Have you heard about Betty? <laughs> Betty, Betty spaghetti. spaghetti.
2: Look, <laughs> any kid would be happy to have fucking Polly Pocket because that shit's awesome. Exactly. Uh, so like, I don't care what anybody says. Little tiny place has little tiny people. I play with Zoe's Polly Pockets all the fucking time. They're awesome. Um, yeah, I think everybody's different. To be uh completely fair, and shame on me for trying to fucking. Peg hole things. <laughs> uh, but I was trying to think of content because it was such a slow week.
0: Josh. Oh, are we gonna suddenly talk about peg holing? Okay. Oh, Josh.
2: <laughs> Josh. Josh. Yes. Josh. Josh. Yes.
1: Josh. Oh God. Josh.
3: <laughs> God, I,
1: I have a is question that, about
0: Tim- the birds. Tim- uh, hold on. Is that is that Timmy or Ricky? Uh, you're an ableist
2: Gosh uh, What's a rockabilly boner ghost Because I think I see them All the time uh,
0: That's That is a ghost That looks like a standard Rockabilly But the uh, The Rockabilly mutton chops Go down so far they go straight over the nipples and around the peen. <laughs> so both both the face of the person and the boner of the person look like a rockabilly. <laughs>
2: it's never a button shop.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: I was going to say a rockabilly boner ghost is the ghost of a rockabilly that shows up anytime you try to lose your virginity and cock blocks you with a fucking music video.
1: <laughs>
2: he just starts singing
3: Stray Cat Strut in front of you.
2: And you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Rockabilly Boner goes, can I just have, you know, three minutes to lose my virginity? And he'll just be like, can't stop, won't stop. Loving you," And, you know, he'll <laughs> with his, his fucking leather jacket and his button chops and his awesome drill bit guitar. <laughs>
1: Oh my god
2: Again we're riffing on the plot For Slumber Party Master <laughs> 2 Which features a girl Haunted by the ghost Of some sort of Electric drill bit guitar monster Rockabilly That pops up anytime she's about to get some dick
3: Who looks kinda like Andrew Dice Clay if he wore a Fringe leather jacket
2: Yeah like Andrew Dice Clay's Brother who ate better Yeah <laughs> It's and it's just such a great fucking movie, but it's hilarious because anytime she's about to get a good dick in this fucking rockabilly ghost shows up and ruins her time. Oh, my God. Well, he
3: he didn't he didn't ruin her dreams. She was still able to do some stuff while she was dreaming.
2: <laughs> her never ending wet dreams about <laughs> this 45 year old quarterback that's still mysteriously in high school shirtless quarterback, man.
3: Oh, Slumber Party Massacre movies are a good time.
2: Goddamn. It's just the best. Um, If you haven't watched it, stop what you're doing. Watch it. Thank me later. You're welcome. And if you really want to spice things up, remember, you want a Rusty LeMay. He will draw you the best caricature ever. And, uh, you know, make your penis look like some sort of funny occupation i don't know
3: um quick interruption for me i'm gonna pause for or i'm gonna mute for a minute because uh my cat just decided to knock a bunch of shit over in the hallway
0: i'll be right back fucking cats the real rusty Lemay is where Lemay, you know by the end the caricature looks as if uh the male's genitalia is a rusty dentist's drill
2: oh that's like
0: that's the name uh, however, if there are no males in the room, uh, then he will replace the nipples
2: with the rusty dentist drill. Yes, Matt Lemay, amateur dentist,
0: never cancel. He, he will also, if you ask him very nicely, perform a root canal on you with just his penis.
2: That's terrifying, but that's, that's true. <laughs> this is a very dick-heavy episode. It um, is. Drive I, I
3: can't I came back to hear this is a very dick heavy episode.
2: We're, we're talking about how uh Matt Lemay is an amateur dentist and he'll do all your dental work with his penis. <laughs> <laughs> so, you see, I'm very I am very uh
0: very burnt out and overtired. So uh, I'm basically at that like you know, man-child point of like, man, dick, man, it's funny, man, Oh,
2: dick! Just the thought of anybody in a dentist chair and somebody climbing up and humping her face <laughs> is, is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> and the whole time, them being like,
0: "So do you like golfing?" Yeah, just like the small talk, <laughs> like <laughs> the dentist <the, the, laughs> Oh yeah, know. no. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I've been there a few times. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think my, I took my mother-in-law there for lunch. <laughs>
1: oh, that's awful.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, this week's superfan, Josh. Please avoid uh, the dick jokes for this one. Uh, is Sam Sam Hain. Woo-hoo! Samantha Grandquest, who added 14 people to the Facebook group this week, uh, which is fucking crazy. I got like I've been getting notices nonstop of people she's gotten to join just by like or 12 people i'm sorry of her friends that wanted to check out the show so super excited thank you for that um we love you
0: sam over. i will not make a dick joke at your expense i
2: nope. will however say dick we <laughs> save the the dick jokes for don de and matt Lemay. we'll have to make some sort of other jokes for sam i don't know if she's I still say she's a fuck around and find out kind of person that like, you know, you ever get punched by a girl and it's like surprisingly painful? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I feel like she's one of those people.
3: Uh, although usually I'm not surprised. I'm usually like that's going to hurt. Cuz um, the few times I've been punched, I'm like I know these people well
2: with their deceptive power and their tiny fists it hurts <laughs> like hell. But uh I once saw Sam rescue a a,
0: a little old lady who was going to have her car unrightfully towed instead of like reasoning with anyone, Sam picked up the tow truck and crushed it like a soda can. The little old lady to this day still bakes
2: her cookies. Yeah. You guys may not know this. That's how amazing Sam is. But, uh, Sam was a consultant on mortal Kombat, and like 75% of the fatalities. She showed them in person. Oh Yeah. So they just get people, and she's like, hold on a second, watch this. And she'll just rip a guy's spine out. And she's like, wouldn't that be cool if Sub-Zero did that? And they're like, wow, you're right. And, you know, they kind of just, you know, inform the family that Sam killed another person. Big whoop. But, uh, you know, that's what you get when you volunteer to, uh, you know, get your – you're out of college. You want to work at the Mortal Kombat studios, you might get murdered by Sam.
0: You You guys have heard the song It's Rain and Men, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, indeed.
0: Did you know that that's based off of a spell that Sam wrote that conjures men in the sky?
2: I did not. Where it literally they just fall and smash to pieces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's horrific to watch. Okay, so it it wouldn't be like one of those like I'm I'm lonely and I, I want Hall and Oates. Oh no
0: no 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 no. Oh, okay. They 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 fall from like
2: up where the clouds are and they
0: just splatter. <laughs>
2: So I, I can't, you know, ask Sam to do like the raining men dance, and Adris Elba would like come. No, talk no, me see, in night. see, no. Once, Damn. once,
0: once she did that, then you know the Weather Girls took took the idea of it and were like, let's make this fun, make them hunky and instead of you know falling and splattering. They just sort of fell and looked like rain until they hit the ground,
2: and it was weird and didn't make any sense. So, I'm not gonna actually <laughs> look this up. But do you think there's a movie called Man NATO? <laughs> like Rule Thirty Four.
3: I hope there is.
2: There's there got better be. be. Like when Shark NATO came out, somebody was like, "What if we put the man's in it? Man NATO, or maybe it's Cock NATO, Dick NATO, Dickfoon. I bet you all three of them existed at the same time, like three different porn producers came up with like, oh, man, 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 NATO's taken. I guess we're doing cock NATO. I guess we're doing dick-a-cane. <laughs> dick Dick-a- See, now, because you've you've just talked about
3: these, according to Rule 34, you've spoken them into existence, and somewhere in the dark recesses of the
2: internet, they exist. Can you imagine Twister? You know, they're chasing the tornadoes, but there was rubber cock hitting them. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine, like, Helen Hunt's, like, talking to Bill Paxton, and this is rubber fucking cocks slaps her in the face.
0: Well, And the reason the rubber cocks are up there is because it's, they're, the, they're the little sensors in the big machine that they have to launch into the tornado. So once oh, yeah. they go in there, all the cocks fly around.
2: It's uh <laughs> How do you grade tornadoes? Like a level one, level two? We gotta
0: figure out how to make these cocks fly.
2: Tornado. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
2: Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where we're going. Sam, thank you for being an awesome fan. Go to Jerry's Closet four or five times every weekend. Get a second job just to give your money to Sam to help buy her stuff. Indeed. Sam is awesome. Sam Hayden. You guys ready for the Hall of Fame? Oh,
0: yeah. I think so.
2: Josh, congratulations. Cat Lady won. Woohoo! As I predicted, because everybody loves cats. I think, but uh, because of that, you get to go first, and me and Ooh. Mike are gonna try to get to beat you with our picks.
0: Are you gonna Are you gonna literally like
2: beat me with them? Yeah, I'm gonna genuinely slap the shit out of you.
0: Um, sorry, I I know what one I want to pick. I'm looking up the exact
2: name for it. All right, not that our picks ever change. I will go while you're looking it up. How about that?
0: That sounds good.
2: I want to nominate, I feel like I've nominated it before, but I couldn't find it, Senator Kelly from the Toy Biz X-Men line.
3: <laughs> The weird little amorphous blob. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Yep,
2: that was a great figure. The best figure to come out of that fucking line. Senator Kelly, this weird stress toy. <laughs> uh, That whole line was great, but for some fucking reason, that one is just beyond fucking disgusting and crazy, and I love it.
3: The, I think my favorite thing about that line, it was so subtle and, and super fucked up. But the fact that the Professor X figure,
2: <laughs> Floppy the, jo- legs.
3: the joints were super loose, <laughs> so you cannot stand him up. Yes. I was like that. Whoever came up with that is both fucked up and brilliant. I love it.
2: Oh, that was I hilarious. I still have him in my display. <laughs> I love that figure. Patrick Stewart can't stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Josh you got your pick I got it
0: I am going to nominate This probably won't win But I fucking loved it I'm going with Mighty Max Very specifically Mighty Max liquidates the ice alien Oh that's a good one Uh, Something about that set the The way it was obviously like Obviously an alien reference With the way the alien itself looked Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there was that weird little cyborg, almost Mister Freeze guy.
3: I loved that minifigure.
0: Uh, and not to mention that the the inner playset was pretty cool too. Like it had that had mm-hmm. that cool little like overlooking almost generator thing with the little platform stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was a lot. I had a lot of fun with that one. So, yes, Mighty Max liquidates the ice alien.
2: Sweet. Mike, can you beat him?
3: Uh, I don't know if I can beat it, but I'm not going to go obscure this week, and I'm going to go with someone who should have already been on this list if he hasn't been, but G.I. Joe's Naugahyde. Yep. Because, you know, Dreadnought, awesome, comes with a pet, awesome, has a weird arm bladed like an arm machete, like just
2: cool all around. Uh, man, it makes no damn sense that he has a machete. Watch thing
3: well, he has he has it's a machete that clips onto his arm,
2: yeah. I loved it.
3: And he's such and, a great figure. Then he has the knife that slides into his boot, his boot
2: knife, his awesome mustache, the hat.
3: He's got the bow and arrow. He's got the rifle with the little bipod, and he comes with a pet warhog that has a piercing in its ear. Yes, like I loved Nagahide. He was one of my one of my favorite Dreadnoughts.
2: He's a like I hope he gets in the classics sooner than later.
3: He was one I was really disappointed, never got a updated. actually, a lot of the Dreadnoughts never got proper updates in the twenty fifth slash modern era. Um, there was that set that had a bunch of the Dreadnoughts in it, which was awesome. But there was like, I was really hoping for a Naga Hyde update, but never got it.
2: Nope. Um, he would have been great. In my opinion. I, I
3: mean, there is the the one that came with that set that was basically just a kit bashed. Yeah. You know, no,
2: like you need more than a new head. Yeah. It, and yeah.
3: That's all it was. It was. Like, hey, here we're gonna give him a bunch of shit that already exists and put slap a new head on it and not give him any of his cool accessories.
2: Yeah, like that's not
3: Nagahide. That was that was generic knock number two.
2: Well, cool. Um, my money is on Mike in Nagahide, in my opinion, but I might be wrong. We'll see. Say, so Mighty Max uh, definitely draws in some fans. This would be like the third time Mighty Max had won, which is pretty crazy. Uh, that'd be up there with like he-man levels of
0: well i my don't forget my my other mighty my other mighty max nominations have not won
2: so but when you nominate mighty max we all nominate mighty max so i think mike has had like two Mm -hmm. um everybody loves mighty max and senator kelly yeah it's a funny (laughs) entry
0: (laughs) oh man but i love that
2: figure because it's so So dumb (laughs) it's fucking crazy anyways I know we're getting ready to wrap
3: up, but I just noticed something that I want to bring to your guys' attention. Did I forget uh, to record? No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I didn't even check that. Um, no, okay. no, you're recording. Okay. Um, no, I was just, I, I happened to be on Amazon kind of browsing. And uh, so you have the vintage collection speeder bike with the Biker Scout. $44.99. Yeah. yeah. Definitely too expensive for what it is. Looks awesome as hell. You know, definitely want one, but I don't want to spend $45. Then you have, the Star Wars Vintage Collection speeder bike and uh, Biker Scout from The Mandalorian that comes with a Baby Grogu in a satchel and the speeder bike you can open up the engine. Still the same price. So basically for the exact same price, you get Baby Grogu and a more interactive speeder bike.
2: How, what is going on with Hasbro's pricing? So, I read this online and it summed it up perfectly. People are calling it wishful thinking pricing. Yeah. Which Hasbro wishfully thinks people are going to spend that much money.
3: It ain't going to happen because I'm not but, buying either of them for full price. That's not happening. Nope. But but again, like, even if they were expecting you to pay full price, you would think that one would be cheaper than the other, considering it comes with less features and less parts. But they're the same
2: you damn would, price. You would think. It makes sense. But Hasbro doesn't make sense anymore. It's really annoying. <laughs> it's because the Vintage Series tag is slapped onto it. Therefore, they feel like they can charge you more money.
3: Uh, it's so dumb.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's just stupid on top of stupid.
3: That being said, the Speeder Bike is one of my all-time favorite Star Wars toys. So I really do want the Vintage one. But I am not going over 30 bucks
0: maximum.
2: yeah. It sucks. Like I, lo- I had as a kid, I loved it. The exploding feature was the best.
0: I oh, yeah. remember tracking down the, the Power of the Force 2
2: one for $15. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was just a re-release of the vintage.
3: I had I had two of those and the swoop bike from the, uh, what was it? Um, Shadows of the Empire. Thank you. I, I was like, I kept wanting to say Dark Forces. And I'm like, no, that's the other video game. What the hell was this? <laughs> yeah, Shadows of the Empire. I, I loved the, the swoop bike quite a bit. But, uh, yeah, fuck Hasbro.
2: <laughs> well, fuck this him is in Mike. The dick. This is Mike saying play with your toys and fuck Hasbro on the dick. This is Mike saying fuck Hasbro on the neck.
0: This is Josh saying, I don't know, do something bad to
2: Hasbro because they're poops. Yep. <laughs> okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back sooner than you think. Maybe Bye. tomorrow. Bye.
1: Bye. Banana. (laughs) Ha, ha,
0: ha. Count Creepy. Dot com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.